Okay, so I said I wasn't going to do a podcast, another podcast, this close to my other one in relation to food again, but someone said something and it really, really triggered me. They said that they don't want to reach out to me because they don't want me to feel bad because they know it's their fault. They know that it's their problem, it's their issue, and it's something wrong with them. And it like they don't want me to feel bad. And that triggered me because it like for it is never your fault and it is never your issue and it's not something that you should try and deal with on your own without having someone to bounce off because it is so hard to work through your food issues if you don't talk about them and like ask yourself the questions that need to be asked or get them asked to you and work your way through it all like it is such I made a post about this I make so many posts about this but I understand that not like these girl like the these people that ask these questions and get me to cover it in like a podcast or something like that or they ask the same question over I don't get mad because I could just link them to a podcast which is why I decided to do this one because I like looking for posts that I write if I write so many of them it's so hard to just go looking through them all and say okay read this read this read this especially when in this day and age you don't have time to read long things and so I'm really hoping I can cover what I need to cover in this podcast for you all and I think I'm not that sure about what apps you listen to me on or Anchor itself because I talk on Anchor for my podcasts but I'm pretty sure you can actually reply and submit questions and stuff so if you want to do any of that to any of my podcasts please don't be ashamed please don't worry about judgment or anything like that never ever worry about being shamed or feeling bad or blaming yourself for anything that's why I do what I do because I want to help you and I know how hard it is and I don't want you to go through the same struggles over and over again throughout your lifetime so that they just repeat into your adulthood or if you're already an adult and you've aged through all these habits and they've become so stuck I don't want you to continue going through the same pain that it causes you I want to be able to help you through them and talk to you through them and see if there's any way that we can work through this stuff together and if there's any way that I can say something that can spark something in your mind that can say oh that just that just linked me to something else and then you just think of something else and then something else and then something else after that like sometimes it takes certain trigger words or certain things that someone says to make you realize something so you can dig deeper on that thing like realizing it isn't isn't enough you need to realize it and be able to dig on that aspect it's like for example going to see a therapist and doing like edmr eye displacement movement something like you're not going to be able to work through a problem with a specialist or with anyone or even yourself until you actually find that trigger thing like that trigger situation that trigger moment that moment in the past moment in anything to actually work on and dig into and find the reason and cause and like branch off that one thing you need to find that one thing first and there might lead to many other one things so I guess whenever I ramble on and ramble on I kind of lose my magic like my train of thought so I'm hoping you can piece together all these different things I'm saying and like I guess the whole aspect of 
this little ramble to start off my podcast is to tell you that food is never about the food. It's never your fault in isolation. Like our past, our environment, nature and nurture, things people say to us, things probably parents even said to us, even as simple as parents making us finish our plate or rewarding us with chocolate for finishing our veggies or rewarding us or just, I don't know, rewarding us with chocolate for doing our homework or something like that. Like, so many different things shape our relationship with food, our behavior around food, and our thoughts around food, and it continues. That's why it's so important to actually work with someone as soon as possible and to never give up on yourself. Like, if you actually care about your family and your kids, if you're a mother, you will invest in yourself. You will fill your cup first. Like, there are so many people that try to say that they care so much about their family and their kids they want to put them first blah 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 but are you really if you're not filling your cup first are you really if you're not investing in your own health first really ask yourself that question because our kids look up to us and they mimic like they're so innocent they mimic our behaviors our behaviors they kind of absorb our thoughts and our actions like it could be as simple as just watching mummy every single day step on the scale and weigh herself and see the way she looks at the number on the scale or the way that she looks at herself in the mirror noticing her emotions her body language and that like she mummy's stepping on the scale she's sad with herself what can she do like something that made me realize this is that when I was getting when I had I had my dog with me when I was getting my back massage done and all of a sudden I was like yelping in pain because I like my lower back was that stiff so I just started making god-awful sounds and all of a sudden my dog started barking and then he jumped up onto the like the bench thing that I was on and came right to my face and started licking me to see if I was okay like if you relate that to like your kids seeing you upset they're like oh I don't want mommy to be upset but they realize these things and you don't realize that they pick up everything they're like sponges when they're younger so unless you invest in yourself and put your health first and your emotions and solve whatever issues you believe you have with your food and have that healthy relationship with not only your body but with food itself so for example I got asked what is my purpose and why do I do what I do and what do I do and I'm like well I guess if I had to put it all under an umbrella my goal is to empower women and to build a strong army of women and like it can sound ludicrous to you guys listening to me but I want to be known around Australia as the woman like even over like even people overseas can recognize my name I just want to be known as that person that makes a difference to not only that one person's life but the ripple effect onto their family I want to empower women to live a holistic life with a W not a H I don't like the word holistic I like the word holistic whole whole body whole life whole world whole dimension holistic relationship holistic life holistic empowerment through food through their body through life in general having that balance being the best version of themselves and living that best version of themselves day after day that is my goal and the reason I'm telling you that and probably sounding like a lunatic to you 
which like that's the thing like you have to be able to live without a fear of being judged like if I get judged cool but that's what I want to do and I'm not harming anyone in the process if anything I'm trying my utmost to do the exact opposite I want to be that lighthouse like I made a post the other day with the quote you either be the candle or the mirror that reflects it that's a mobile version of being the lighthouse. The lighthouse stands tall, it's the guy for all, and it shines the way, the like it shines the perfect clear waters, it shines the rocky roads for others to avoid. So the, the candle is pretty much that version that is with you. It's that lighthouse that's constantly with you. That is the light. And if, you, if I can't be that candle, then I want to be the mirror that reflects it. I want you to see your own light. I want to light your candle and then be the... And then, like, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, if I can get through to one person, then that's, like, for example, obesity. Like, people that are trying to change the one person, it's not just that one person. Like, if you think about it, so many parents are clueless on how to raise their kids around food. So many parents are bad, like, like if, if they are having the habits, the behaviours, the actions of an obese person, and their kids absorb that, then it's just going to go on through generations and generations of just poor eating habits, poor lifestyle habits. So if you can stop that one person you can affect the whole family and to me that's the most powerful thing that I can do so like I guess what I'm trying to say is that I'm trying to emphasize the importance of how parents and the way that you brought were brought up the environment the interactions you had how they can all shape your behavior your relationship with food and as can yours influence that of those around you and your kids like it's not about you, it's not your fault. Don't feel like you need to go in isolation, ever. Because there are, like, there's people out there that specialize in this stuff. Like, even if you just get a simple nutrition coach just to, like, educate you on nutrition, to write you a nutrition plan, to, or even just investing into a fitness coach or a trainer, because once you feel good about your body and move your body in a way that serves you and makes you feel better, then you can apply that to your food. Like, I know, for example, when I was in my own little rut with eating, like, I've always been into health and fitness and all that stuff, but I'd never ate to fuel my body. Like, I knew from year 10 onwards, I studied nutrition because I was so into food, like, food and knowing the relationship of all the chemical processes in the body because I was so into science in year 10 and I just loved the way that food had all these amazing properties to change someone's body to make you feel better because I realized how much better I felt with certain foods how much sluggish I felt with certain foods and then I got interested in blood like blood types and all this random shit back then and like I forgot my train of thought there but oh yeah it wasn't until I started to move my body and join a gym. Like, I joined the gym on my birthday, 2014, which was in November. So, in November 2014, I joined the gym. 
my New Year's resolution for 2015 was to start at the gym. So January 2015 on New Year's Day was my first day I ever entered the gym. And it was that day that my whole relationship and approach to food started to change. I started to fuel my body for performance, for recovery, for rest. I started to fuel my body for strength. So in moving my body in a way that made me feel empowered, note the word empowered, empowered through strength, empowered through weights, empowered through lifting, I started to see food as a way to empower my body, to fuel my body, to help my body perform. So that was actually when I went from, I was like following a vegetarian diet then, but I went from vegetarian to pescatarian and it wasn't because of anything else. It was just because like, I started to, like, I listened to my body and I started to crave seafood. And I started to feel more satisfied, more full with the seafood. Like, the reason I'm a vegetarian and vegan weren't ethic, like, ethical reasons per se. Like, I freaking love animals. And I have many vegan and vegetarian clients. And the thing is, I actually love serving vegan and vegetarian clients. I actually try to get more vegan and vegetarian clients on board. Because if I'm not there to help fill their deficiencies and to make sure that they are getting the right nutrition within their body, like, not that many people give a shit about helping people in the way that they choose to follow a nutrition plan to do life. They're too busy trying to make you eat a certain way, like, no, you can't be vegan, you can't be vegetarian, you're not going to get any meat in ya. Like, all this other shit. Like, there's so many people that don't just respect someone's decision and help them eat in a certain way. Like, I made a post the other day with tough love saying, like, eat meat then. Like, if you are craving shit that bad, eat the shit. Like, honestly, if you're craving it, eat it. Realize that you're making, you're putting these restrictions on yourself. So if you're going to start craving shit, then, like, you're going to, like, you're just going to put yourself into a spiral. Realize that you are making the choices to restrict yourself further by cutting out this product and this product and this product. Own your choices. If you own your choices and realize that you are putting the restrictions onto yourself, then you will be able to have a better food relationship and be able to accept the fact that you can't, like, you're not able to eat the, like, you're not able to eat the dairy because this was a client that was craving like chocolates and dairy and stuff like that. And then they started to crave like this really nice seafood. And then they were like smelling hot dogs and stuff, which made them want to eat other food. And I'm just like, realize that you're putting these restrictions on, restrictions on yourself because you want to save the animals. You have your ethical reasons to be vegan, to be vegetarian, to eat only a certain way. Like this person still eats eggs and egg whites, but they don't eat dairy or flesh of animals. So as soon as you own your decision to restrict certain foods then you become more at peace at the fact that you aren't able to eat those certain foods and it makes it easy to stick to a nutrition plan because you're the one that put those restrictions on yourself i have nothing like i'm happy to make sure that you're eating vegetarian and vegan and plant-based and all that stuff in like a healthy way so you do get your the like all the amino acids and protein and you are able to repair and fuel your body and you are able to like target certain deficiencies make sure you're getting regular blood checks make sure that you, like you because there's some people that don't exactly absorb iron as well as others like I know some vegetarians that have high iron levels because like that's their genetics that's the way that they absorb iron they are good or iron absorbers 
but then there are others that are so depleted even if you've like shot them with iron they can't absorb it right like they need certain things to be prescribed from the specialist blah 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 anyway back to my point is that you need to that's another food relationship thing that I just brought up and I just went all over the topic so I just realized that I went past the 15 minute mark so I tried to cover as much as I could in this podcast if there's anything else that you would like me to cover in relation to, to in relation to like food anything like that that could help you so I could just say listen to this podcast or if I just send my podcast link to anyone and you can like scroll through the titles and see what suits you let me know because I'm trying to get more videos out I'm trying to get more podcasts out more everything out but I'm also trying to find content to keep within my VIP group as well so I'm gonna do what I can to put information out there that I can generalize on but yeah like when it comes to food food relationships and anything like that it's just so personal it's not something I can just cover to the specific to help you and that's exactly why I do try and do my phone calls with my girls and discuss these things with them and I do ask for all of these different biofeedback markers from them because like it's not something I can just generalize so I am able to help them on their path and try and figure out the triggers and ways we can work through their food relationship habits and all that so that ends it for today's and yeah I'll see you on the other side my lovelies